Joining me now to talk NFL MVP awards for next year, but mostly a lot of hockey, including a really good game tonight between the Rangers and Edmonton. It is Josh Ingles cover from covers.com covering all things mostly baseball and hockey and football josh thanks so much for joining the show today maddie cause what's up how are we doing today doing very well doing very well i wanted to just do a little bit of football off the top and then we'll get into, into the slate of nhl games on and you can also follow him on twitter at covers underscore josh does a great job with carlo coliacomo uh breaking down what is going on in the world of hockey and not just about where patrick kane is going to end up um Justin Fields, right now, a lot of sports books, Justin Fields has taken the most wagers so far to win next year's MVP. And he's not that far off from Geno Smith. He's 35 to 1. So you, he has got shorter odds than Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Justin Jefferson, Matthew Stafford, Kurt Cousins. Is this, this, this is just strictly a, hey, I'm going to buy low. I'm hoping this penny stock somehow pays off. Yeah, I think it's just more a bet on his ceiling. To be honest with you, I'm just looking at these MVP odds for the first time right now. And yeah. obviously Fields at about, I'm, I'm seeing 30 to 1 in my book. If you're getting 35 at FanDuel, that's great. Jumps out. I mean, there's the, the, the four top ones. There's Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and Herbert. And then after that, maybe you're looking at maybe a Lawrence at 17, 16 to 1 for something, but where I'm looking at, I'm seeing Brock Purdy ahead of Fields or any of the same ballpark, but when you're looking at Purdy, Fields, Geno Smith, Russell Wilson, where do you think the best feeling of all those players is? It has to be with Fields, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the, the ceiling is there, and I, I just – I refuse to bet on anything Chargers. I'm not betting on you, Justin Herbert. I'm not betting on the Chargers. I say this now. I'll probably get sucked into it. But as of right now, I'm staying strong. Uh, it's like trying to quit smoking. I am quitting the Chargers. It's like uh, trying not to bet on the XFL tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> it starts up tomorrow. So I love uh, to win it all at plus 750. Give me the Vegas Vipers. Rod Woodson, Martavius Bryant, Steeler Connection coming at you. Oh, I'm sorry to break the news to you, Maddie. They opened up. They were plus two uh, and a half. They've gone to plus three and a half. Uh, uh, the Renegades, uh, lots of money coming in on the Renegades God. tomorrow. Please the Renegades. Move from two and a half to three and a half. Uh, Adam Chernoff was telling me in a group chat that the Orlando coaching staff thought that the opening game was last week. So I think that's why uh, I think that's why we're seeing the move from two and a half to three and a half. Okay, just we're in a trust tree here. We're in a safe place. Tell me, Josh Ingles, you're not actually betting on the XFL. Not at three and a half when I know I missed the two and a half. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Next thing you tell me, do you, do you, you got 50 bucks on the slam dunk contest? No, nothing. But I did have 100 on the hardest slap shot, so. Okay. Did you win? Of course. Nice. All right. Congratulations. All right. So we take that money. We parlay that. Um Okay, let's start here. In general, when you see a team total is seven goals, should you always just bet the under? And, and I bring this up because it's the Rangers taking on Edmonton. Both these teams are really hot. Both these teams are scoring lots of goals. Edmonton's got the best power play. They stink on the penalty kill. Panarin and Zabinijad are on five-game point streaks themselves. 
Um, you know, maybe you just keep an eye if it's going to be Shesterskin in that tonight. But how do you approach a Rangers Edmonton game from a team total, uh, from a from an overall total standpoint? Basically, from that angle, if you're looking to play overs with Edmonton, most of their totals open at six and a half, and you can get them all afternoon. And we're hitting at that point where the public's kind of getting home from work, looking at books, and, and kind of moving these big six and a half minus one thirty fives kind of into the seven ballpark. So, I mean, this is the Edmonton team that gave up five goals to Detroit. Well, obviously, one was the shootout, and then six to Montreal. There's not a lot to like in Edmonton right now. I mean, there's a lot of trade distractions going on. Uh, they obviously dropped those two games straight up, and then all of a sudden you've got the Rangers, who were probably playing with the most confident locker room in all of hockey after the Tarasenko trade, uh, 15 of a possible 16 points in their last eight, just dominating stuff. So that's why we're seeing that Shesterkin has been confirmed for this game, but I don't know. There's just so much to like about the Rangers. And at that point, when you're as a handicapper and you, and you like the Rangers right now, obviously you can look at them to win a cup and stuff like that. But I think they're just eight points or seven points out of the lead in the Metro. I believe FanDuel has them at 11 to one. This is a team that, uh, I mean, if Carolina makes a trade, they could be in a big spot in that division, obviously. But this is a team that, uh, Carolina and, and the Devils will be looking in the rearview mirrors come a couple weeks' time for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's true. Oh, man, how that trade deadline is going to affect the lines. But, uh, okay, but just putting a bow on this one, then I think I will take the under because I got in FanDuel at seven goals, under seven at minus 130. Seven is just too many. I know there's tons of talent there, but if especially if Sisterkin's in net, I can't, uh, I can't take the over. 100%. Uh, and, and at that point, as better, if I'm getting that bad number, I'm probably just going on the side that I like and probably get a better number taking the Rangers even at, yeah. I mean, uh, FanDuel probably has four on the dot, which would be better than taking the four and a half, obviously. But, I mean, this is also an Edmonton team that's been relying on Jack Campbell, who before the Detroit game was 8-0 and in his eight straight games. So, I mean, Stuart Skinner's stumbling too. There's a not, there's, the signs are pointing down for Edmonton right now, and, and I think uh, this is a great spot for the Rangers and goals, I think, in general, obviously. Agree, agree. Uh, Penguins, Islanders, Pittsburgh taking an Islanders team, coming off a tough loss. Uh, your, uh, Pittsburgh is minus 104 on the road. Uh, your thoughts on Crosby versus the Islanders? This, is, this comes down to Carlos, one of Carlos' favorite handicaps. Mm. Pittsburgh first game back, first game back from a West Coast road trip. Ah, East Coast take the Islanders. Yeah. Yes, and that's where it is. But it's kind of priced in today because the last game they played together was on the 27th of December. The first game back after the restart, that game was Jari versus Sorok, and we don't know if Jari's going tonight. Casey DeSmith has played seven straight games, and he's been seeing like 36 shots per game. Only three other teams in hockey give up more shots than Pittsburgh on the season, which is actually very surprising. Uh, and then we obviously have Sorokin on the other side, who's, who's on a Vesna run right now. I think he's the number three betting favorite for the Vesna. But uh, I don't know. I- I'm on the Islanders here. Anders Lee jumps up to the top line. He's someone I'm targeting in props. Um, this is just a tough schedule spot for Pittsburgh, who I said in the first meeting they had in December, they were minus 145. So we're looking at like a 35-point swing with the same parameters the same starting goalie. So the, the books are pricing something in here that might be that road trip situation. And then the last one I wanted to bring up, it's the Battle of California. 
Uh, minus 255 is a lot of that money line for the Kings. But, wow, do the Ducks stink. So uh, what do you do for people out there that's uh, looking for a little California bet? They are so – the Ducks are by far uh, maybe the worst hockey team we've seen in hockey ever. They just last in goals against, last in shot, shots allowed. I, I, I gave up. I went back every year, and I gave up in 1969-1970 season to see if there was a team that gave up more shots per game than the Ducks at 39.2 right now, and I couldn't find one, and I just gave up because it didn't matter at that point. Anyway, 50 years, I guess, is probably a good, pretty good data set. But there's just everything. The PK's fifth worst. The power play's the worst. There's not a lot to like, and I'm amazed that this team is actually three points up ahead of Chicago. I don't know what Anaheim has to do more to be the worst team in hockey. Chicago has perfected it, and uh, it would be a shame if they didn't get Bedard because this is probably the worst season I've ever seen statistically for a team. And poor John Gibson, probably he's been confirmed tonight. He'll go in. He'll probably see 45 shots as per usual. And uh, I don't know, Angels here. Or sorry, Angels. The Kings here, I just think this is another spot. They've scored 11 goals since uh, the All-Star break. I don't know, four and a half. I wouldn't be scared to hit the over four and a half at plus 150, plus 160. I love it. I'm uh, also looking right now a Rangers and L.A. Kings uh, two-team parlays coming in at plus 184. So I might put 10 bucks down on that. Uh, I'll leave, hey, I'll leave add, this. Add the sends in there, too. But add the sends. Let's, Why let's, not? Get the 7 o'clock game. You don't want to wait till 9 o'clock to start betting on hockey. Uh, it just At some point, though, don't the Blackhawks have to win a game? No, they don't. They have to keep losing that. They, like I said, they're not even the worst team, but they just have to keep losing. They have the best front office. They're giving the they're giving the chance the, the team the best chance to lose with the personnel they keep putting out on the ice. And it's Peter Mrazek tonight. So there you go. All right, you've done peer pressured me, but I, I went down to five bucks. So I got a $5 parlay on the Rangers, Kings, and Senators. $5 pays me $14.56 on uh, on uh, on old FanDuel. By the way, oh, I love that for a new segment. It's the peer pressure bet. I didn't want to do it, but someone said, come on. And then I do All it. Right, and then so I start. Here you go, Matt. You know this better than anybody. $14.50. Yeah. You got $14.50 in your hand. What's the best yeah. wine you can buy with $14.50? Okay, fourteen fifty six. I'm going to go with Chianti. I think Chianti is the best value region in terms of what you're getting price. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, for under fifteen dollars. And let me be more specific: Roca della Macy. Uh, their Chianti. Even I think you can find a Chianti uh, Reserva, Chianti uh, Classico Reserva, for around fifteen dollars. So I recommend go, go to Tuscany. Um, beyond that, okay, if you want something a bit bigger. Go for South Africa Cabernet Sauvignon. You can get from this producer called Spire or this other one called Glen Ellie. You can get a cab for around that price. It's ridiculous. Why is it that inexpensive? Glad you asked. The real estate's less expensive. The labor cost is less expensive. So either a, a, a Chianti or go for a South African cab. How about that? I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on today, Maddie. Coming up on the other <laughs> side, we got... Yeah, thanks for the role reversal. You have yourself a great weekend. You and the producers enjoy your life. You soon, bud. You know what? You should have done it. And coming up next, sound of the day right here on Gameplay. And we ah. just said, you want you want to try this again? Okay, be, you be ready for this, Nick. Just say sound of the day coming up next, but first traffic. 
I'm Jody Thornton. There you go. Did I get that part of the least right? Now, just say, coming up on the other side, sound of the day.